Well, it's that time again. Welcome to another episode of Art House Rewind. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. And I'm Keller. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> I'm doing that. That was really great. Uh, so today, uh, we've got is a kind of a bittersweet episode. Uh, we're talking about someone in this room that will no longer be in this room after uh, this podcast. You're so, putting Stella down? Uh, we're putting my dog down. She doesn't know it. She's just lying there peacefully. <laughs> so She's lying uh, very actually, peacefully. Yeah. Did you already put her down? Is that <laughs> why? <laughs> it looks like she might. It's hot out. So she's just... Uh, anyways, uh, we'll get to that. Cliffhanger, we'll get to that in a minute. It's not Stella. Uh, but before we jump into that, um, Brian, what's happening in Art House Babcock Land? Oh, we've got things happening. Uh, so this week at Art House, we will only have one film. It will be Mr. Malcolm's List, a 19th century sort of rom-com that looks like a lot of fun. So if you like period pieces or Bridgerton slash... Downton Abbey, those sort of things. This is probably going to be right up your alley. So check out Mr. Malcolm's List, just one week only on that one. So Ooh. short window to check that one out. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. And then also don't miss our last week of Thor Love and Thunder at the Babcock. Uh, still playing great. And we hope to see many more of you come and check it out before it is bye bye from the Babcock. Uh, then on Saturday night for late night, we will have The Toxic Avenger, a great late night sort of campy trauma film that is a lot of fun. So do check that one out because it's a blast to see on the big screen with a group of people. That's the way to see it for it's sure. The way to go. Did you and say trauma? Trauma. What does that mean? Uh, that was a studio that kind of made these trashy, gory, low-budget oh. films. Uh, it's actually where uh, James Gunn got his start. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fun. So, <laughs> look at that. This podcast is not only entertaining, it's educational. Yeah. You're very. Well. We all learned something today. <laughs> you know, Honestly, you know what I think of? This is for a throwback for our diehard listeners. I think of, seriously, regularly, diegetic and non-diegetic. <laughs> I don't think we talked about that on the podcast. Didn't though. we? We did no. during Didn't we? the yeah. needle drop. Oh, we did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. But sorry. honestly, I couldn't tell you which is which. <laughs> but Non-diegetic, they can't hear it. They cannot. Yeah. The character in the film. Exactly. Okay, cool. I love it. That's More education. Cool. So uh, we kind of- oh, Last one is oh. Mystery Man on the Thursday, the 28th. As part of Nostalgia Night. As part of Nostalgia Night. Hey, yeah, real quick. Nostalgia film for me. Yep. Here's some more uh, learning- you know what great hit single came from the film Mystery Men? <laughs> I do not. I do now. All Star by <laughs> Smash Mouth. That was written for that film? 100%. No. no. Yep. I didn't I didn't know believe that. it. I looked it up and yeah, it was originally thought, made for that. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Thank you both of you. Yeah, that's why that film's so great. It's that mm-hmm. one 3-minute 27-second yeah. song. Mhm. <laughs> I do think I do think Mystery Men is a little ahead of its time sure. in the sense that like superhero films were a thing back then, but they weren't quite what they are yep. now. And so sort of the takes that it was taking on the genre are more fresh now than they were back then. And then it also kind of is a good uh complement with shows like The Boys or yep. things like The Incredibles. I haven't seen it for a long time. It would be interesting to watch it. With the current context of yeah. after seeing so many superhero movies and all the tropes and everything like that that come with them. And then, yeah, a good pick, Brian. Yeah, excellent. That is a good yeah. pick, yeah. As always. So go see it Thursday <clears throat> at the Babcock. There you go. So um, today, so we have this tagline for Art House, film, all things film, art, and culture. Billings, Montana. It's what we do. It's what we're about. 
And today we're talking mainly about art and culture, specifically as it revolves around the one Keller Paulson. Because uh, if you haven't been tuning in very often, you know that Keller is a regular part of this podcast, and he came onto staff at Art House about six months ago. <laughs> Eight. Oh, shoot. Oh, I was going to say ten. So, yeah. <laughs> well, Actually, maybe. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know. Either Somewhere way, I that. undercut. Sorry. It was like October It's 1st. just gone by so fast. So yeah. uh, Keller's been on staff for eight whole months, and I've remembered every single one of them, and they've all been great. <laughs> um, but uh, a couple months ago, uh, we had a conversation about this idea that you loved your job at Art House, but there was something brewing, and he needed to see what was on the other end of that brew. So, Keller, I, tell the people what's going on. Well, I will say this because I still feel guilty about it to this day. Good. You had also like just offered me a promotion. Yep. <clears throat> and yep. had spent some time working. Yeah, it's the on first that. time I've ever offered someone a promotion and then they quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, <laughs> which, uh, I do mean this from the bottom of my heart. This is the best job I've ever Aww, had. Aw, thanks. And really, I love all of you. And um, the art house staff is so great. I agree. Yeah. And I just knew I couldn't live up to it, so I had to get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad you... you yeah. We would have never fired you, so it's good that you quit, apparently. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so anyways, uh, you didn't just quit. There truly was something brewing, and that was the impetus for like sitting down and talking after the promotion of like, hey, here it is, and you're like excited, and then you came back 24 hours later and like, hey, we need to have a talk, yeah. and you need to talk about this thing. Um, I have always been very interested in comedy and <clears throat> sketch comedy and improvisation mm -hmm. comedy, and uh, in a dream world, I would love... To perform on SNL, yeah, Saturday Night Live, yep. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people got their start in SNL through Second City, which is a sketch program in Chicago, Illinois. Um, and actually, the original SNL, uh, all the yeah. performers were from basically Second City, whether yep. that was the one in Chicago or the one in Toronto. But um, yeah, and you had to sit down like, hey you're doing all these other things, but we also want you to work here. And we don't want you to say no to these other things. <clears throat> and I realized like, oh man, there's this big what if. Yep. And I know I would be really uh, hard on myself if I didn't follow that what if. Yep. Um, and that's why I want, so I, that's why I wanted to have this conversation because yeah. I think that's what is most exciting and fascinating about this because I think all of us, I mean, Brian, is an artist has been in the creative process in many different ways and you create these what ifs i mean I, i've yeah. been in that state before mm -hmm. where you're looking at a potential opportunity or not even an opportunity but trying to make opportunities for yourself i'm going to yep. move here i'm going to try this i'm going to go there and you you easily live in this state where you're always asking that what if question mm -hmm. rather than actually jumping off the diving board and saying this could be a horrible disaster. This could go incredibly well, but I'll never know until I jump off that cliff. And I, I, I myself have lived in that state, and I and I know many, many yeah. artists and people. And that's where the film art art culture piece comes yeah. in, where I'm really fascinated about like that. What if and what you're going to go do, and what that means, and how, yeah. how that's going to look for you. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, you know this very well, and Brian, so do you. Yeah. But the like art world 
it seems like there's this precipice of uh, like hardcore hustle, grind, not making any money. You're yeah. working a full-time job to try to support this other part of your life. And then there's this breaking point, the ledge, where like if you do make it, you know, you fall off this great, this is the worst analogy. <laughs> you fall off this great ledge into a nice cloud of monetary support. Okay. <clears throat> but that window is so small, right? Whether sure. it's for music or like visual art or whatever. It's mm-hmm. such a small percentage of people make a living out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you know, honestly, Mary Kate is a great example. Yep. She's a, she works the front for us. She's a fantastic photographer, but she also does like visual art. And she's a great writer, you know? And mm-hmm. honestly, until the art house, she seemed to be like just living off of her own art, but like hustling and working really hard at it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that's hard to like sustain that way. We've got friends like Parker Brown and Eric Olson who do that, um, who are great. Um, for me, I, I, uh, I have these realistic goals and like when I started, I started with stand-up comedy a few years ago. This is something I've always wanted to do, but I've always been like honestly thought like, uh, that seems like a fake career, like that it's <laughs> unattainable, right? Yeah. So I'll go the safe route and I'll try to be a musician, you know, yeah. and did that. And, uh, but anyway, I had these realistic goals like, okay, you know, if I like am not getting that many laughs or like if... I feel like I'm not that good at writing jokes, then maybe it's not my thing. Mm -hmm. But all these things kept happening that made me think like, oh, I'm doing okay. Yeah. And then, um, you know, improv was a big thing for me. And um, right before the pandemic, I started running my own group. I launched it with Will Goodridge called Slapstick. But like immediately that like took off. And it was just... uh, to me, I feel like it was the way we were running it. Like it was like a very positive basis. Like, yeah, like we're not trying to go for low hanging fruit and we're also not trying to like bully anyone, which I don't think much comedy does that, but it's nice to remind yourself not to do that. Regardless, all these doors kept opening and it felt like, oh wow, this seems like something that I could actually take a swing at. And I think it's, I mean, so this is all speculation, and so tell me that I'm wrong. I think I think this is potentially true of of all art and being an artist. But there's something unique about comedy where, like being a musician, there's kind of a utility to it that people are looking for bands to play at events or do these kinds of things. So it's like there is a little more of a clear path of this is what it looks like to make a career out of this thing. People yeah. doing lessons, all those kinds of things. Like comedy is interesting because it's it's not like Unlike musicians, it's not like people are asking for, hey, does anybody know any funny people? I'm looking <laughs> yeah. for a funny person. So so yeah. rather than being requested or asked to do something, particularly at the beginning of your career, yeah. you really have to like put yourself out there and say like, which is a weird thing, and yeah. knowing your personality, not who you are. You're not the guy that's knocking on doors like, just so you know, I'm really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm hilarious. So you should pay me money to make you laugh. Like yeah. It's a weird conversation. And so like the pathway to that, it takes a, a, a little bit of hoopsa. Hoopsa. Hoopla. I don't know. Huspa. What am I? Hubris? I don't know. I don't know. 
this is getting cut. Anyways, <laughs> it takes a certain level of chutzpah. Who's, now it's in my head and I can't. Let's throw to a clip, huh? <laughs> uh, I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. I will say this. Even as a musician, I hated marketing myself. Um, and like, I really... Like, if I wasn't in an entertainment field, I would not have social media. Yeah. Yeah. But I play the game, you know, and I'm like doing hashtags. Like, gotta, <laughs> they gotta play the algorithm, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And I hate it so much. And I yeah. like, I don't like, I don't know. I mean, we just had a lunch and I was like, can we not talk about me? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which I, again, I think to talk more about you, I think it's really, it's just incredibly encouraging, fascinating. And inspiring to watch you take this step from the standpoint of no nobody's telling you, or it's not like there's an offer out in Chicago. It's like, hey, you need to come out. Like you are saying, if I'm going to do this, that what if it's going to take me choosing to do it and having conversations with people that you love. That it's not mm-hmm. like you hate Billings. It's not like you hate the people here. You are having to look them in the eye and say, like, I'm going to Chicago to try this, and there's. There's a level of guts that it takes because in all art, someone can look at you because art is very, very subjective. They're they're looking at you like, really, mm-hmm. really, you th- really, you think you're going to make it, you know? But yeah. you have to have this internal clock and drive, which I think Mary Kate has as well. To your yeah. point, like of just like, I, you know, at the end of the day, there's something in me that I want to that what if I want to go and I want to try this, and it's not because I'm trying to prove anything to you. It's because there's there's something in me I just gotta explore. And I I really am in, truly inspired by it and excited by it. So oh well, thanks. I have to ask you this: when you first started, I'm asking Matt for the <laughs> I listeners. Know, I know. <laughs> uh, when you first started performing as a musician, yep. Did you get embarrassed, like t- saying, like, "Oh, I'm a musician"? Yeah. So my path was so different because I started playing church music in churches. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. It really was like this is the music time. Who's yeah. a musician? Oh, I could do that. And so you're you're being requested. What I would say to that though is like in high school and then college outside of church land, I was not like the the guy at the party that was like there was a guitar in the corner and he's like, oh hey, you guys ever heard this song before? And he's and like, it's always Wonderwall, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> or like just some Dave Matthews riff oh, or yeah. something like that. Crash <laughs> into me. I, yeah. Anyways, so like that was always something that was uncomfortable and weird for me. Of yep. like, come on, dude, put it away. You yep. know that. But but it does take a level of that. Like, yeah. And we all know those. There are certain bands that are really good at self promotion. And there's yep. a part of me that looks at them and like, man, I wish I had that bug. You know? Yeah. Uh, when we did the album release concert for me a couple months ago, there was a part of me was like, I you don't you don't have to come. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's fu- you're busy. Yeah. There's a lot on TV these days. I get it. Yeah. You know, like, but that. You're not successful when yeah, you do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, <clears throat> go get him, Tiger. Go oh, well, get him. So, you have set this goal, and you it's on the record now. You're going to be on SNL in six months. Yeah. Right? Six months? <laughs> well, Just joking. I, I mean, it, you have for, to wait for the until mid-season they cast. Re- hire the new cast. So. <clears throat> yeah. So, I will say this, actually. Um, <clears throat> there's, like... I even said this at lunch, like I'm very realistic. Like there's a good chance I go out there and, you know, I crash and burn. That's great. That's for me to find out. Right. Yeah. But also I have this crazy like self-confidence just for myself, which I'm now publicly sharing, (laughs) (laughs) but like, like in my little journal, 
you know, and I see it every day as I flip through it because I wrote it in this huge font, but it just says, I will be on SNL in five years. Yeah. You know, which is really ridiculous. Like, I know that the chances of that are very small. Yeah. But for me, it's like, hey, man, it's on the vision board. Yeah. You know, I think, and yeah. Yeah, it's a, a destination, a path you're putting yourself yeah. on. And wherever you end up because of that destination and path, is probably going to be great and awesome as you continue to grow and change and evolve and the people around you that you get to be around. Yeah. So, but I think that's awesome. Yeah, you go for it. And I can't wait. I'm going to say it's going to be four years. Brian, you want in on this bet? He's really thinking four about and it. a half. Because <laughs> of when they actually, I mean, they just. Yeah, yeah, that's, the that's season, true. So they're, being a little they're, more strategic. they're off right now. Yeah. Yep. He's, so, yeah. So, so, Brian, as we wrap this up, is there any burning questions you have for your My good, good friend Keller? close personal friend, Keller? All the time you've spent on this couch podcasting together. Yeah, all that time. And I've just been dying to know. So, okay. Well, we just talked about how long you get on SNL, but do you. So, are you having plans to actually go to Second City or are you. Um, or is that something like long game? Like, okay, let me play some clubs, and then when I feel ready, I'll go and audition at Second City. Great question. Yeah. So I've already reached out to Second City to see what that looks like. And uh, um, in order to get onto their touring group or their main company that are both like professional paying gigs, you have to go through their conservatory program, which this is normal. Like yep. this was a normal thing from the start. Um, which is like, you know, like four classes and they're like, you know, a month long. Um, but now they have like prerequisites. I've got all this improv experience, but I haven't technically gone through like a theater, yep. you know? So it's not like on paper. So I have to go through <clears throat> basically a prerequisite program. Um, so I could do that through second city. I'm going to do that through annoyance theater, which is more like long form improv, which is similar to like UCB, which is uh, Amy Poehler's yeah. school in New York. Similar to that. Um, and then we'll transfer over to Second City. Um, so for those listening, there's like stand-up comedy, which we know is one person on stage. And they're re either improvising, but most of the time reciting material that they've written out and fleshed out. There's improvisation comedy, which is usually with an ensemble. And you get some sort of suggestion, and then you go off of that. There's short form and long form. Short form, similar to like, whose line is it anyway? <clears throat> and then Second City is more sketch uh, comedy, which is what SNL is, which is basically you write a skit, and you rehearse it kind of like live theater, um, and then you do that. So there's actually not a lot of improv in sketch. Yeah or SNL. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what Second City is yep. based off of. I like Annoyance because I like improv a lot. Um, and I don't have to memorize lines. <laughs> but I, I really like both. And I really, you know, enjoy writing a lot too. And um, so a lot of great writers come out of Second City. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Bob Odenkirk is one. I just listened to mm -hmm. great interview with him. He's done everything. Now on Better Call Saul, you know. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, I think <clears throat> most people might know this already, but you've obviously been working at Art House. 
you've also had the musical career, but you've been doing some acting, been doing stand-up, been doing improv. You, you kind of got a, a good tool bag, essentially, to, to go out with a lot of different options. And so kind of continuing down that path, obviously comedy and SNL is the goal, but you know, to to Brian's question, you're you're kind of finding that path and what it yeah. what it's going to take, and and understand it's going to be a little bit, and you got to invest, and yeah, yeah, you're not just going to run into Lord Michaels in the Correct. streets of Chicago, and that would be great. Give him a headshot. Yeah. Do you have headshots oh, hey, already? Oh, hello, Collar. Um, that was such a bad oh, our good friend MK could such take some line. headshots for you. I, you know, this is embarrassing. I always hate this, also, but yes, I do have headshots. <laughs> but that's one of those things. Yeah, you yeah. got to. Oh yeah. So, and I'm not going to lie, they suck. I don't have the most beautiful <laughs> face. Um, oh, I didn't fully answer your question, Brian. Yes, I will also be doing stand-up in clubs. Yeah, cool. So uh, that's actually one thing I'm really excited about. It's nice because improv, I love collaborating with a team. That's one thing I really love about Art House is it's very collaborative. Mm-hmm. But it's in that is more for like my soul. Impro- or sorry, stand-up for sure is for my ego. Yeah. But I'm I have a healthy relationship with it. Like I don't let it take over. I but there is something very rewarding. Like I was with this from the beginning to the end. I came up with this idea. Yeah. I wrote it out. I set it into the mic, and no one laughed at it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll keep saying it. I'm gonna keep. I'm just gonna yell it louder. No. So next time, next time you'll yeah, get a little. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if. Uh, people are interested in kind of following along with your journey and mm-hmm. where you're at on things. What are the best ways for people to stay involved? Did you want me to give them your cell phone number now or Please at, do. at the end? Please. The uh, yeah, we could do that. We could do the social security number then too. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. Uh, I've got a website. It's kellerpaulson.com. But I, uh, you know, I post to Instagram mm-hmm. at Keller Paulson. Mm-hmm. Man, I'll tell you what. I got a Twitter and I always hated Twitter, and I don't really understand it, but I got it just to force me to like write little jokes regularly. I love it now. <laughs> it's like such a great tool. Like, oh, what could I write about real quick, you know? And uh, I'm not gonna lie, you know, I've got like two followers, so well, let's get that up you know. to four people. Let's yeah, get let's it up double. To four. It. Let's double yeah. Keller's <laughs> Keller's follower. We'll we'll tune in in a couple weeks and see where yeah. Keller's followers are at. Exactly, <laughs> great. <laughs> Oh, and you can also you can still write him at podcast. Pod- at our yeah, house. yeah, yeah. Hit me up at podcast at ourhousebillings.com. So Keller, thank you for the incredible eight to ten months that you've been uh, working Thanks, at Art House. Uh, Keller has really helped develop our sponsorship program. So a lot of the businesses that you see on the screen uh, before film at Art House or the Babcock because of Keller and his investment and relationship and the work that he's done there. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, the events the last few months, any any event that we've hosted or rented out either of our venues for, Keller's been the one responsible for that. Thank you. And never in the history of Art House as we, have we had as many interruptions in our meetings <laughs> when we're trying to get work done as when you were in the room. That's so very true. Yeah. The, the number of times where... We're headed in a certain direction, and all of a sudden, nope, we're taking a little Keller yeah. break because he wants to do this. <laughs> I will say this in Here that regard. Yep, this is it. Comedy is all about risk-reward. <laughs> you take a risk for a ho- hopeful reward. There have been so many times that I've taken that risk, and yeah. the room is just silent, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, oh I am an idiot. <laughs> 
It's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> we will miss you. We were joking today. We had a staff lunch saying goodbye to Keller today, and we were joking that our staff meetings are going to be just, just so much quicker. Yeah, just 12 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. So, love you, my friend. Good luck. Make love sure you guys. Uh, all of you listeners uh, follow and keep up with this guy, because big things are coming in mm-hmm. four to in five four years. four to five years. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.